Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Off topic, hot topic. Uh, That's whatever you were talking about for you. Hello and welcome to Off Topic Hot Topic, a hunting season's bonus podcast where we hear from our listeners, talk about the headlines of the TV and entertainment world, and discuss the stuff we've been watching, reading, playing, and generally consuming. I'm Broderick Gordis. I'm Damas Cleary. And uh, welcome to Off Topic Hot Topic, sort of our new uh, bonus podcast, as I said Spin earlier. Off. Really what? just playing, with, uh, going by the seat of our pants here, mm-hmm. trying this for the first time. Who knows what'll stick. Uh, let's get into things though. Let's keep it moving. Before we get into uh, the podcast proper, you should know that we love getting topic suggestions from our listeners, as you're about to hear. So if you'd like to contribute a question, topic, or story to Off Topic Hot Topic, you can do so, do so by emailing us at contact at huntingseasonspodcast.com or tweeting us at huntingscast. Damas, let's start with an email. Mm. We got an email from a person named Alex. Mm-hmm. Alex says, hey guys, Hey, I've been wanting to write into the show for ages. I've been, It's been really significant to have your commentary on shows that I love and on some that I've discovered and loved because of you, oh. in particular, Avatar and Korra. I Ooh. listen to a lot of podcasts, but most of them are American and sound like they've all been produced by, by Ira Glass. So to have two people my age from my city who are dynamic, intelligent and passionate is really refreshing. Uh, editor's note, isn't it great that we started this podcast uh, just by reading an email that talks us up really well? That's really nice. Keep going. I want to hear more. <laughs> uh, continue with the email. Uh, it's really great to hear you talk about TV from two distinct points of view, but with a lot of appreciation and respect for each other's voices. Uh, so I'm writing not only because I've discovered in of discovering in Avatar one of my favourite TV shows, but because of Damask's speech about that final scene. Spoilers ahead for Korra a little bit, uh, but nothing specific. I love the ending of Korra, but I cried the whole way through that speech. It was so very sad, but incredibly uplifting. Just amazing. Hearing that speech made the legend of Korra even more special to me because it gave me a full appreciation of what that ending means to people who grew up without seeing their own sexuality sexuality represented in the shows they loved it was a brave and important thing to share thanks for doing so it's really valuable can't wait to hear more thanks alex you know what alex you are so welcome i am amazing <laughs> that is very true um now, i don't think you use that word specifically but i think it was inferred it was definitely implied. Um, <laughs> no that's a wonderful letter when brad sent that through to me i was i was most pleased most pleased it's been lovely to hear, because um, we did put that question out at the end of the Cora season four episode of the podcast. Um, you know, has anybody started listening or watching these shows having heard us talk about it? So it's cool. We've got a couple of responses now to that. But I also agree just how special that speech was. We did feature that as a, we tried to sort of post that and share that online on social media and Twitter and stuff as well. Um, because I think it is really insightful. And it's one of the things I love about this show is we do have some diverse perspectives. It's been interesting. I don't know if you've seen this recently. Um, just, uh, they, were, uh, they were talking about um, the ca- uh, cast of Kings, the mm. the David Chan and 
uh, Joanna Robinson um, podcast about Game of Thrones. And they were talking about how when they started making that podcast, one of the things that made them stand out was the fact that every other podcast they had was two guys or more talking. Mm -hmm. And so, I love that we've got not just a female perspective, but a queer perspective on this podcast. I think that's extremely important. I'm You're glad that Alex welcome. points it out as well. <laughs> no, I also just think when I hear like diverse perspectives, I mean, just the fact that you love filmmaking and how those things kind of come together and you're a very analytical person, which I love about you. And I live completely emotionally <laughs> and that's all I can think about all the time. And so, yeah, we have two very different perspectives when it comes to that stuff. That is good too. But yes, I just want to, uh, yeah, agree with Alex on that one. That was very special and appreciate you bringing that to the podcast. Let's keep moving though. News in Fuller, our favourite segment, which mm-hmm. we haven't had a lot to talk about re- uh, in recent times, but today we do. <gasps> on Twitter, Ventura tweeted at Brian Fuller, Mr. Fuller, on this day of the Killing Eve season two finale, I find myself remembering another show of toxic relationships between psychopaths and the people obsessed with them. Any news on Hannibal season four? I know chances are slim, but any hope would make my day, my year. Brian Fuller responds, No one has given up. I've made it clear I want to do it, the cast wants to do it, and Martha wants to do it. We just need a network or a streaming service that wants to do it too. I don't feel there's a clock on it or an expiration date for the idea. We just need someone to bite. So I guess the Brian Fuller news here today is that uh, apparently Brian Fuller, who doesn't seem to be doing anything else at the moment, at least publicly, still trying to get Hannibal Season 4 made. Mm. How do you feel about that? I mean, is any work actually going into like are they shop actually shopping it around or is it just like oh it'd be nice if netflix was like hey it certainly sounds like there's a lot of uh people who are in the production of that putting the floating the idea out there on social media and interviews and stuff like that i don't Mm. know how much work is actually going into it right uh hard to know it's hard to know what brian fuller stock is worth these days (laughs) if that makes sense Low cancelled shows, mm. low shows have been fired from now. Yeah, I mean, he keeps getting hired though, so who, who knows? But well, he it's must been is a he while. very charming in real life? He must be. I really he's don't able know. To keep getting these jobs. I really do not know. But anyway, there you go. An update. He's uh trying to get that show that's been off the air for a few years back on the air. You 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 go, you Brian. <laughs> uh, some headlines uh, from the TV world specifically today. Some release dates have come out since the last time we did an off-topic hot topic. The Handmaid's Tale season three was recently announced and has since premiered on June fifth, uh, so that's currently airing. Uh, we'll go for the next couple of months. Glow season three uh, will premiere on Netflix on August 9th in its entirety. Looking forward to that in a big way. Mm-hmm. Rick and Morty season four has a tentative release date of November two thousand and nineteen. <gasps> I didn't know which that is exciting. one. Yeah. Oh. There was okay. a little teaser clip and stuff. It didn't. It was just Rick and Morty talking and saying November, November 2019, this year, this year, sort of over and over again cool. in their Rick and Morty way. But that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Thomas's new show, Everything's Okay, got a teaser and confirmed to be going into production for its first season. This will be on Freeform in the US. No confirmation of date, but it might be this year um, or maybe early next year at the latest. I think. Uh, don't know whether it's coming to Australian. TV, are you interested in that at all after Please Like Me? Or I'm interested if it's better than Please Like Me. It'll be interesting to see. He's mentioned this concept before. I think it's about him um, looking after a family. One of, I think it's a couple of kids. One of them's autistic, I think. Right. And the death of a parent is part of it. It's sort of like he's the older, mm. more adult 
sibling or relative or friend of the family looking after them sort of situation. Right, so he's actually in it. He is in it. He's not doing an American accent, which is good. I was that worried that he might good. try that. Because the rest of it seems to he's be... He's also just not a very good actor. Yeah, well, you know, maybe he's been taking some acting classes. It's been a while maybe. since Please Like yeah. Me. All right, I'll, you can watch it. Though you like Please Like Me, so you're not the best judge. I know. I'll get someone else to watch it for me. <laughs> just see what the reviews are like. Yeah. No, I don't goes. trust them either because they all love Please Like Me. True. Yeah, they did. Uh, Westworld has a tentative release day of 2020. A teaser trailer came out after Game of Thrones, of course. There's also another one that came up this week, which I'm fascinated by your reactions to this. Mm. Netflix has announced that in 2020, they'll be releasing an animated Jurassic World TV kids TV show called Camp Cretaceous, uh, which it sounds like is set sort of... The idea, from what I can tell, is that on the opposite side of the island that Jurassic World is set, mm. there was like a group of kids or sort of on this once-in-a-lifetime camp in Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. And it kind of happens at the same time that Jurassic World takes place where the park goes nuts mm-hmm. and they're sort of stuck on the island. It's an animated kids show. That How, sounds awesome to me. Does it sound good? That sounds really exciting. It yeah, sounds I've interesting. It seems really like... I don't know. I always think of Jurassic Park, and that's basically a horror film, right? Like, mm. the, the dinosaurs are the monsters. Yeah. And so, how do you make this kids show around... Like, in the teaser they've got, there's mm-hmm. literally an animated velociraptor, and, I'm, and they, they're doing the sounds and stuff. I'm like, that just turns my blood cold. How is, how is this going to be a kids' TV show? I mean, we had terrifying kids' shows growing up. Like, compared to, like, a lot of them now. I don't know. It's fine. It'll be awesome. Avatar's about, like... People, the war going on. People sure. fighting. Okay, but like this is set, say this is canonical inside Jurassic Park, right? Mm-hmm. Canonically, there's a lot of blood and guts and stuff going on in Jurassic Park as well. Dismembered yeah, but kids, limbs. Kids and- watch that shit and it just, like we watched Jurassic World, sorry, Jurassic Park growing up. Do it, was, you, it was fine. But do you think this kids TV show is going to do that? And if it doesn't no, do that. No, not to that extent. It's just going to be like an adventure. I would love it if like one of the main six characters dies in the episode one. This is like, like disemboweled. Yes. I'd be in if that happened. Yeah. And the blood splatters like the titles. This <laughs> is Jurassic World. Kids have fun. <laughs> Kids just want to have fun. Yeah. That would be amazing. Uh, alongside all these release dates, there's also been uh, cancellations. And it's been cancellation season. Woo! Uh, hunting season, you might say. Oh. Uh, Amazon's The Tick has been cancelled after two seasons. Never got to watch it. Heard good Me things. Mm. Uh, maybe one day I'll go back. Uh, Amazon's other, another show of theirs, Sneaky Pete, is done after three seasons. Heard good things about that too. Who's in that? I haven't heard about that one. Uh, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Great. But it's got, it's, it's, I think it's very much in the like Breaking Bad, like... Um, uh, what sort of bad guy crime sort of show, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's about criminals, I think, and Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah, there you go. Awesome. Uh, NBC cancelled Mike. Sh- the Mike Sher produced a Natalie Morales Cheers esque multicam sitcom Abby's after only one season of ten episodes. Yeah, and only got. I don't even think it got a full 10 episodes before it got cancelled. They were still <gasps> going to release them, but that's done. Why? Well. I don't know if multicam sitcoms are... I mean, obviously, The Big Bang Theory just ended recently and those sorts of things. The... Yeah, I guess oh. people weren't watching is the problem. All that stuff's always a big that risk. Sucks. It does. I, I don't know if it was even available in Australia to watch. So, like, the chances of us seeing mm. it up to this point were slim and even harder now. If you want to check it out, good luck. Yeah, I think, it. like, because Jessica Chaffin's in it, who 
I love. She's one of my favorite podcasters, and so that that makes me sad. I didn't oh. I didn't read anything about that. Okay, yeah, that's, that's been cancelled already after only ten episodes. <gasps> um, Sci-fi's happy. The one that's the one with the animated like mm-hmm. I want to say imaginary friend, but I don't really know because I've watched yeah. the show. And the guy from Pat Oswald and guy SVU. Yep. That's been cancelled after two seasons. The Ranch, the Ashton Kutcher sitcom on Netflix, has been cancelled after four seasons. HBO Silicon Valley is going to be done after its sixth season, which is its next one, mm-hmm. which I bring up as well because that is a show run by Alex Berg, who is one of the creators behind mm, Barry. Yes. It sounds like they're finishing because they want that done, yeah. basically. That's not a... So, you say cancelled, but it's coming to an end, mm. basically. It's a mutual breakup. Mutual breakup. That's a better way of putting it. Uh, and finally, mm-hmm. NBC's AP Bio has been cancelled after two seasons. It's still... I think it's airing its final episodes now. Mm. Uh, I think this one hit you hardest of all. <sighs> Look. So, a couple of weeks ago, I started watching AP Bio. I was like, yeah, I just need to waste like 20 minutes at a time. What can I watch? Bam, popped it on. Because I obviously love the main dude from Always Sunny because he's fucking hilarious. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll give it a go. And Pat Oswalt's in it and stuff. So, I was like, yeah, nice. Two Pat, Pat Oswalt's had a bad week. Yeah, and Paula month. Pell's in it, who's amazing. Mm. So, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll watch this. I loved it. I loved it so hard. Like, Straight away? This the- is Maybe like the first couple of episodes. I don't think it took long mm-hmm. for me to go, actually, this is really good. But I think like the true love was, you know, maybe towards the end of season one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so good. It's, fuck, it's a gem. It has a hilarious cast. It gets better with every episode. Like, it's one of those ones. Mm-hmm. Like, it really develops and you grow attached to everybody. And it is so, so, so funny. Mm. Like, just constant laughing out loud. Oh, and the world, like, the world that they create in that school is so endearing. And so, I got to, I think I was maybe three episodes from the end. And then the news comes out that it's cancelled and I am just like so heartbroken. It's like you meet someone and you have this whirlwind romance and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, I'm I'm moving, I'm leaving the country in mm-hmm. three days. It's like, what? Yeah, it's Why? It's I've just fallen in love and now this is happening. And so, as you know, Brad, now our, the majority of our audience is American. Yes. So I would like all of them to go and watch it now. Please go and watch AP Bio. You will not regret it. Tweet about it. Talk to your friends about it. Get them to watch it. Please, please, please bring my boyfriend back. <laughs> I really need. I really need it right now. Uh, I, I've watched the first couple of episodes and I liked what I saw. It, I hadn't didn't keep watching it. I feel like I definitely would have fallen in love with it. Mm-hmm, I was a couple of things that stood out to me. It's a character called Heather, who was just the best, mm-hmm. just the fucking best. There were a couple of things that stood out to me just even off those first couple of episodes. And correct me if I'm wrong here, and maybe this is just a first impression thing, but mm-hmm. I did get some very community vibes coming from it in terms of that like would be correct, the my world and the school and mm-hmm. like. Um, it's a crazy that, that little main, universe they live in. And <laughs> even the main character's got a bit of Jeff Winger about him, you know, mm-hmm. this narcissist sort of yep. um, a-hole character. Mm-hmm. But definitely was getting good vibes from that. And the other thing that I really stood out that I loved as well, I love its, like, colour palette. It's like they've completely stripped, I want to say green, from the colour palette. So everything's, like, sort of pastel 
pinks and blues primarily. Or maybe it's yellow they've taken out of it. But like, yeah. And so you get your teals and blues and pinks, but you don't get any sort of like anything brighter than that. Um, And it gives this really distinct style and look Mm. to it, which might irritate some people, but I thought it was quite cool. Yeah. I mean, there's also another thing that happens that I, it was unexpected. I was like, huh, I like that little detail was the fact that this guy who's an asshole, I'm mm. like, ugh, this character again. But just slowly and organically, he, this beautiful relationship grows with him and three female teachers. Because obviously in a school, predominantly like, you know, female employees there. And they're just kind of like, they don't take his shit at all. Mm-hmm. They are hilarious, the three of them. They were probably the bit for me that stood out from the pilot that I liked the most. Yeah. Is he goes into like the teacher's lounge and they're there. And I thought that and they just really like make funny. fun of him and stuff for yeah. being like taking himself very seriously. And it's just such a cute little friendship. Cool. It's really great. Yeah. So everyone watch AP Bio, get on social please, media, try and please. save it. It'd be good. I mean, I gave you the chorus speech. Give me this. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> It's transaction. This is how this works. <laughs> right. Nothing comes free. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of news I also wanted to bring up. I think you probably heard about this, but maybe you didn't. Arthur's Mr. Ratburn is gay and he just got married. I did, did you hear see about that. This? Uh, so they did warn us. First, we'd start you know, marrying the same sex and then we'd start marrying animals. <laughs> they didn't warn us, though, that animal, animals would start marrying each other. That's true, yeah. Disgusting. Didn't see it coming. If only I knew, I would have heard differently in the plebiscite. Uh <laughs> Not funny. That's Australian specific. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, so I, the article I will link to in the show notes is via Matthew Rodriguez at out.com. Mm. But yeah, this happened in the pilot of the 22nd episode, a uh, 22nd season, sorry, um, of Arthur. And... Pretty unceremoniously done. They didn't make a big deal of it. Mm -hmm. It sounds like... I haven't watched it myself, but the way it was done was um, this question of, like, who Mr. Ratburn's married is there. There is this female... This woman character in it played by Jane... Uh, Lynch. Lynch, thank you very much, who the students think he's marrying. turns out to be his sister mm-hmm. and that the man he's actually married... Well, he they just get to the wedding and then another man walks down the aisle and sort of winks at the camera. Mm. Doesn't say anything. We don't. I don't know if we even know his name necessarily, <laughs> but he's very definitely coded as being a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so apparently... Mis- and no one says anything about it. No one makes a big deal about it in the show, just, just the way it is. There you go. Also, I had no idea that it was Jane Lynch. I just knew that it was a gay episode and you said Jane. Yeah, so you're it's right. it's got to be Jane Lynch. <laughs> you're correct. Correct. That's who it was. Uh, I don't know. How does that make you feel? We've, I mean, going off the chorus stuff, I guess, in terms of like visibility and 
and representation in the media, especially in children's television. Mm-hmm. Does this sort of you know, strike a chord with you at all? Or? Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's kind of like nonchalant and just like, yeah, this is the world, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. I'm just waiting for like Francine to come out as gay. Totally right. She's like a little butch just running around. Totally. Yeah. Always. So Super- I've, I always thought she was gay. Yeah, that would make plenty yeah. of sense. Um, I think there has been some backlash. Apparently, there was an episode previously where Buster the Bunny somehow was talking or interacting with like... Um, a lesbian couple or lesbian mothers mm. of a character and that end up getting pulled off the air. Um, it's now out of rotation or something like that. And so this is obviously getting similar attention by some groups mm. in the US, but overall I think it's been a positive story, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Damask, what do you have for Off Topic Hot Topic today? I went to the movies last night. Oh, March. look at you. Must be nice. Look, <laughs> I'm too poor to go to the movies, but my housemate was like, I'll shout you, you poor bitch. And I was like, thank you. So he took me to go and see Rocket Man, which was um, an experience, let me tell you. An experience. Oh. Please, p- I do saw tell. It, I saw it on the extreme screen. Is that a movie that really needs the extreme screen? I th- Look, I think that's the way to see it, oh, to okay, be honest good. with you. That's good to know. I didn't think so. I thought I got it wrong, I, the, what, this t- what this movie was going to be. What did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be like a serious biopic. Oh, oh! I, I didn't know. Not? I didn't. I didn't know it was a full blown musical. Is it really? Yes, it was shocking to it, me. But it's a, it's a full blown musical, like a they call a jukebox musical, where it's all Elton John songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. So I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, yeah. Here comes here comes the what's it? Walk the line or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, in my seat, ready for walk, that. Was it walk hard? W- walk hard. Whatever the one, the, the Dewey Cox story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, so I was in my seat, ready to watch that. And I was watching, I was like, this is possibly the best and the worst thing I have ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. Wow. It is somehow a lifetime, like, straight to TV movie mixed with a serious biopic and an over-the-top musical extravaganza. Wow. That is just super camp. It is so confusing. From scene to scene, I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking incredible, which was often the time when Taron Egerton, I think that's how you say his name, um, is doing these great big musical numbers, which are fabulous. Cool. Loved them. In every sense of the word. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, of course. And then suddenly another scene would start and I'd be like, I fucking hate this. It's so terrible. Wow. It's so sappy in many ways and lame and, you know, I've got an Australian sensibility so I just did not react well to that kind of dripping in sentimentality kind of stuff. Sure. Um, the framing device they use is tired as soon as it appears. It's not a, oh, I need to think back through my entire life how I got to this point before I go on stage, is it? I just dramatically turn to Brod <laughs> in a, fuck, yes, it is. Um, is it, aren't they all? Aren't they all? Oh, That's yes, the problem. But like, it has been parodied to the point of like, like uh, do you remember uh, Cabin in the Woods came out and everyone's like, how do you do horror anymore? Mm. Because they just ripped through every horror trope possible. It's like we li- now live in a post-horror world. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the case, especially not just with like bios, but especially musical bios. Mm-hmm. We live in a post Dewey Cox world. You can't be doing that shit anymore. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, I guess they kind of successfully move away from that, though, in the fact that it's like this movie is, you can't define it because it 
it is everything and nothing at the same time. Everything and nothing. So I, I think this is a great movie to watch. Fucking wasted. <laughs> I think it would be such fun to go with friends and just be super drunk. Yep. That's how um, I plan to watch the Sonic movie. Go on. <laughs> I love that you're planning to see the Sonic movie. Yeah, a few video game friends and I have already talked about how we're going to do that. <sighs> okay. All right. Um, actually, that sounds fun. If we're drunk, I'm there. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. <laughs> I'm glad we sorted that out. You think, that was a whole story there. That was like a three. I was like, oh, I can't believe it. Wait a second. Drunk, you say? I'll be there. <laughs> Alcohol. I'm in. <laughs> um, yeah. So, it's... I, I think this movie is... Go see it at the cinema. Because I think the big the big musical numbers are great. Wonderfully choreographed. And he is so charismatic. I loved him. Okay. It sounds like one of the reasons... But all the bits in between are terrible. Is, is it important to see the cinemas because you need to be locked in a dark room and not be allowed to leave? Like, you can't be distracted by other things. You've got to just sit that through element, the terrible bits and, then like, and get to the good the stuff. The bits that are really good are made greater by the the hugeness of a screen and an amazing sound system. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're just at home watching on your normal TV or like Broad's TV, which has the blackest (laughs) of blacks. blacks. um, Blackest blacks, people. It's a running joke if you haven't listened to every one of these podcasts. Broad (laughs) always mentions his goddamn TV. Anyway, um, but yeah, if you're just at home watching on your TV, those moments that could be spectacular in the movies are only slightly better than what is surrounding it. Okay. And the weird sure. thing is, this movie is terrible, but it also, like, made me cry. Okay. And then, like, I had fun somehow. It's just, it's a bizarre experience. I don't know how to explain it. But, so maybe see it. I don't know. I'm lost. <laughs> if you're in, so, obviously, it's going to help if you like Elton John. If you like mm. his music, that's going to go a long way. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. I'm going to dive in a little bit more mm. here. Is the Elton John at the start of the movie who frames it, is it the real Elton John? No. Okay. It's okay. Is he aged up makeup? Um. Well, he's he's wearing a costume. Okay. So yes, he is aged up, but it's not like as an old man looking <laughs> back on my life. No, it's not quite like that. Um, um, I will say it's Elton John sitting one... down in the cinema to watch the movie Rock Him. <laughs> he turns back towards us and goes, <laughs> "You're about to see something unlike anything else." Um. No, there is one point in the film where. Grown up, Elton John hugs his childhood self. Really? So that's like that's the kind of movie you're going. Because there was an ad. I can't remember what it was for. That was like because it wasn't a trailer. It was an ad for something. Yeah, where he's was, playing the piano and it's and there was like this life. whole through. Whole, I was like, did I just see mm. Rocket Man? Like, is that what I just watched? Yeah, it's like that. Like the movie is like that, uh-huh. except there are long stretches with no music. Okay. Um, and it lasts for two hours. Okay, so next question. Because it's a musical, does that mean these are like original takes on Elton John songs or are they mainly just the Elton John songs, the way we know them to be performed? Mainly the way we know them. There are a few ones um, that are different. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> In which other cast members are seeing them. Um Sure. Which is some more successful than the other. Uh-huh. Other, um, it's yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't need to see Baby Elton singing a song. Baby Elton. I don't, not an actual baby, but oh like my young god, Elton. That would, you just got me to the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> just CGI Baby Elton. John. <laughs> I also don't need to see his <laughs> mum singing. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's an experience, and if you've got the money, just I don't know. Check it out. <laughs> Okay, last question. Yeah. Is this going to ruin Elton John for me? No, it won't. Because no. 
I haven't even seen Bohemian Rhapsody. I've seen the last 20 minutes. My parents had it on. I walked mm. into the house and I watched the last, like the, the live aid bit. Oh my God, what happens? I could, can you guess? Um, they don't mention AIDS though, do they? I, the bits I saw, they didn't mention AIDS. Mm. I don't think. I think maybe you got talked. I think it's, I think from memory, I have barely watched this film, remember everybody. There might have been one of those like, 10 years later, Freddie, blah, 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 you know, have it, you know, mm. at the end. He dramatically we'll do... coughs before he walks on stage or something. Something like that. But mm. then there's like just the titles at the end that say what happened uh-huh. to everybody. Queen is still successfully doing this with. Um, that's the voice I read those things in, apparently. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like it. It's very calming. Thank you. Uh, anyway, the thing that I've noticed since then, though, is Queen is fucking everywhere. And I love me some Queen. Grew up on Queen, mm-hmm. one of my all time favorite bands. They are. I think it was your eighteenth birthday. Maybe your seventeenth. No, I think it was your eighteenth birthday. We were at that fifties diner. Yeah, that was. Uh, I think it was my eighteenth. Yeah, and everyone was singing Rhapsody. At That's one point, right. I, I mean, I I have memories of us all sorts of parties when we were in high school. Uh, there was a house we used to have we a few so house cool. parties in. Yeah, we were. Yeah. But every time I hear Rhapsody came on, everybody, you know, mm. we none of us were alive when this song came out, but we all know it and we would sing along to it. Um, but yeah, so always love Queen. Mm. But now there's another show that we're going to talk about in a future episode that is full of Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, Queen gets used in other movies all over the place. Queen was just, I just, it just seems to be we're at that point of ultimate saturation of Queen at the moment. That's like kind of ruined the magic when Bohemian Rhapsody is everywhere all the time. Mm-hmm. It's. I think I like post high school, I had that experience. Maybe it comes in cycles. Maybe like, Queen is like every. 20 I was years. very much over Queen. I think after the fifteen millions party we were at, and everyone was singing <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm like, but was it just maybe that this song? isn't what I want out of life? Mm. Um, I don't know. And also, like, we had about five CDs in my home growing up, and one of them was Grace It's Queen. I think so every I just, household yeah. in Australia has that album. But we like the rotation in my house was small, so it was <laughs> quite often on. Um, so yeah. We had the video, the VHS tape that had like the film clips and stuff from the. Oh. Uh-huh. We were big into Queen. There you go. Oh, the greatest hits album, anyway. Was it just that and then the Spice Girls like con- yeah. live concert? Did I tell you? Have I mentioned that before? That I had no, that on VHS? I know that's what I had. <laughs> I, I loved it. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I, I know had you're not. Both albums, the live concert on VHS and the movie. Yeah, because Spice, Spice Girls are fucking awesome. <laughs> Speaking of, their tours just started. Yeah, I got some bad reviews from what I saw. I don't give a fuck. Don't you ruin my joy? <laughs> they're like, they're. Performing. That is magic in and is of it itself. Is all of them? It's all five? I believe so, yes. It's not. Okay, cool. Yeah. I thought it was just four of them. Hey, what, do I, what do I know? Uh, anything else for off topic, hot topic, Damaris? No. Okay. I got one more thing. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I, I want to bring it up here because it's like, again, you know, we've talked about in the past how like we watch these shows and talked about them in depth and review them. And then sometimes you put something on and it's kind of on the background. You're half watching it. But <laughs> no, you do that. I don't do I that. I do that. I do that a lot. If I'm going to watch something, I'm watching it. Okay. Well, I've mostly watched, <laughs> but not completely absorbed When They See Us. Have you heard about this? It's the no. Netflix miniseries about the <gasps> Central Park Five. Oh my God, bro. That's awful. What do you mean? You have to watch that oh, no, show. I've, you can't half watch it. It's not half watch it as in. You I'm- fucking privileged. Dickhead. <laughs> what a dick. Wow. You okay. got to watch it. What? Okay. I've watched basically all of You're it. You're a terrible person. I'm not. <laughs> it's not like it's not like I'm sitting there going, huh, I uh, wonder what this is about or that I don't empathize with these characters or anything. I've heard this story a lot. No, I'm about, it's, I'm it's about to worth praise your the apathetic. show. You're like, 
It's not apathy. <laughs> okay, better way of putting it. Someone else in my house was watching it and I jumped in and started watching it. Okay, that's with different. That's fine. It wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm just going to sit here and like darn my socks while this is on and not pay attention. It was <laughs> someone else was already watching it. I was like, oh, I'll keep watching. What's this? All right, that's I'll a different story. That's okay. all you had to say. Wow. <laughs> I can put on trial here. Anyway. No, you weren't. They were. <laughs> Come on. That's the... Actually, one of the things I want to talk about is the structure of this show. Because mm-hmm. if you're familiar with the Central Park Five, uh, maybe you're not. But uh, So, let's talk about that a little bit. In the 80s, five boys were accused of viciously raping a woman in Central Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were all found guilty to different degrees all went to jail for different amounts of time, between six and 14 years, I think, before eventually the actual rapist was uh, admitted that he did it, uh, confessed, and they were all released. A lot of them were already released at that point, but one of them, I think, hadn't been at that point. And but still, everyone thinks you're a fucking rapist. But every, that's, yeah. tr- that's true. And it was important as well that part of this process, these guys were all between the ages of 16 and 18, or black uh, or African-American men, mm-hmm. uh, boys, and... A lot of the evidence, because there was no real physical evidence, the evidence came from these confessions, mm. of which we've talked in the past about making a murderer coerced and like stuff like this. Very, very yeah. much a good example of like coerced confessions. And so there's a lot to talk about with that in terms of obviously racial politics, of the justice system, of the stuff that's going on around it politically, in the media. Donald Trump plays into this mm. a little bit as well. I don't know how it goes. So, it's, I think it's just worth talking about what this is. It's not a documentary. It is a dramatized version of that story. Uh, it's very much centered on the boys' experience, but also on the prosecution in a big way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then somewhat on the defense. But and not just the, I shouldn't just say the prosecution, on the investigation and trying to get a result for this mm. uh, in this case, basically. And so, the, it's four episodes. The first episode is pretty much the investigation into and then the eventual charging of the boys. Mm -hmm. The second episode is the trial Mm -hmm. and there are Mm -hmm. two separate trials because part of trying to make this stick was they they use confession tapes. It would cause some... There would be some discrepancies in the evidence because their stories were different. Mm. And so, they grouped them into two... one of two of the boys, another one of the three of the boys, because their stories were similar enough that it, they could actually support each other, yeah, those cases. Right. Um, and so then you see the trial, the result of the trial. Episode three is kind of about four of the boys, and it's a little bit about them being in prison, but it's more about them once they came out of prison. Mm. And this is before the actual uh, rapist was found. Mm-hmm. And so their experience trying to... Um, come back to the community, come back to their families, what it's like when you're obviously known as a rapist. Even if some people still believed, and we very adamantly believed that you mm. were not guilty, mm-hmm. there's still a lot of the sort of the result of that, the fallout from that. And the last episode is about one of the boys um, who was in prison the longest and his experience in prison. So there hadn't been a lot of that attention yet. And this one is like, mm. it was pretty traumatizing stuff. It is fucking fantastic in terms of uh, the way it's made the 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 performances from the boys are all incredible um really worth your time if that's the sort of thing that you can sort of handle looking at real world injustice and and violence and all sorts of other things going on there but if this sort of true crime justice type stuff interests you then definitely definitely worth a look 
where can where can one watch that? Netflix. Netflix. It's all okay, up on cool. Netflix. It's an original one well, Netflix original mm. series. Also and has one of my favourite actors of all time. Who's that? Joshua Jackson. Yes, Joshua Jackson is in this. I love him. I'll always love him. That's actually how I came up found out about this one. I think Your I, love of Pacey Witter? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Someone was talking about it. It was one of those, oh, Joshua Jackson's the best sort of tweets. Mm-hmm. And it was an interview with him talking about And the interviewer asked um, a really pertinent question. I thought it was really well framed. What did you learn about sort of the African-American experience after making this? Mm-hmm. And he gave a very good answer. I'd actually recommend going out and finding that. It'd be on mm-hmm. Twitter somewhere. Just, just a better idea of sort of what it means to have a different skin tone to what he has privilege and all those sorts of things. It was mm. it was quite quite a good answer. And um, yeah, if you didn't like Joshua Jackson already, you'll, you'll like him more after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, definitely worth your time. As I said, all the performances, especially from the boys, just terrific stuff. Harrowing, um, but important stuff as well. Mm. Um, that's it. Have we got anything else we want to talk about before no, we get going? I all right. Thank you for listening to this little bonus episode of Off Topic Hot Topic. We'll be back with more in the future. We may or may not, depending on what happens... Because Damascus is about to go on a holiday from uni. Yes. We may uh, actually end up doing a couple more reviews. So don't worry. There will be an episode of the podcast in some form every week. It might be review. It might be off-topic, hot-topic. You will hear from us again very soon. In fact, next week. Until then, thanks for listening. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.